everybody we are back it is tape don't lie it's time for instant reaction you guys already know what to do hit the subscribe button subscribe 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 hit the like button if you like it hit the hit the dislike button if you dislike it leave a comment if you want to leave a comment and you like it if you dislike it too go ahead leave a comment like i said we love all engagements so make sure you guys uh Hit the subscribe button and then also subscribe on iTunes, the Silver and Black Pride podcast, where you can hear us uh, there as well and download on Spotify with the same. And, you know, make sure you follow us on Twitter at the Mark John NFL and at BD Williams 18. And make sure you get some use some some Manscaped, you know, go out and get that discount. Hashtag TDL. Get the Manscaped. You know what I'm saying? Also, you know, it is, it's not always just for that. And guys, we're excited because uh, Raiders are 3-0 for the first time since 2002. This is new territory for most of us in our adult lives. So, <laughs> you know, uh, it's been a long time. So, but we're happy. We're excited. It was a good game. Um, you know, it was a little bit, you know, harder than it should have been, in my opinion. But, uh, you know, the Raiders got the win. They pulled it out. And, you know, they're 3-0. You know? So how you feeling, BD? Yeah, you know, um, it's a good thing that the Raiders won. You know, like, obviously, we got to be happy about that. Mm-hmm. You know, I think there are some concerns, you know, from this game that hopefully don't become trends. It's like a one-off, you know, like, um, even in, in in years past, before they would have, like, a, you know, a run of, like, good games, solid games, they'd always, like, play a random team from the NFC or, you know, some team that they don't play all the time and just mm-hmm. give up like tons of points, you know, and just have a really tough day. Um, so, and you saw both sides of the ball look shaky at different yeah. points. Uh huh. So hopefully that's just a one-off and that doesn't continue to be a trend. That's so that's the only thing I'm going to say, but I'll go back to it. I gotta be happy that the Raiders won. First mm-hmm. thing, let's just jump into it. First thing, okay. I'm really, really impressed with the wide receivers on the yeah. outside, everyone really, uh-huh. um, obviously quiet game for Darren Waller. You were telling me that Byron Jones was shadowing him. Yeah. Right? Mm-hmm. Um, you know, and it sounded like Byron Jones was, was doing a really good job against him. Uh, but it put Xavier Howard. It's some tough spots going up yeah. against the Raiders, uh, wide receivers. Just talk to us about that. Yeah. So I mean, it put, um, it put the, it put their, their corners, in a lot of tough spots because, you know, Byron Jones wasn't able to, like, you know, take out Edwards and go out there and guard Edwards because he was so worried about Waller. And he, he he was literally falling Waller everywhere. If he went inside, if he was in line, he would line up like he was a linebacker right in front of him. So that was his assignment. And they felt like he was probably the physical guy. And he did pretty well. He did pretty well. Um, you know, when, when they went to Waller with other targets, that's when, like, you know, Waller had, like, Eric Rowe on him. And, and other players yeah. like that is when they started going to Waller a little bit because, you know, he had Byron Jones, you know, it was a little bit of a trouble for them. I, I think that the biggest thing is, you know, the growth from the young guys is the huge thing that you guys, we have to love from these first three games. You know, watching Ruggs look like a number one receiver with some of the catches, the contested catches he made, the sideline catch was crazy. That was sick. 
Sick. Wild. Sick catch. Wild yes. sick catch. Right, right on yeah, the yeah, sideline, yeah, getting yeah. his feet down, bro. And you can see it. Like, that, that, that's that's what a number one guy looks like. You know what I mean? Right. You know, everybody's you know, talking crap about CeeDee Lamb and all, that, uh, and, all, and all those guys. You know, you know, Ruggs, he had another really, really good day. He had, like, four catches, 78 yards. You know, um, you know, Edwards, I think he had, uh, he had about three catches and about uh, 80-something yards. I've heard, don't, don't quote me on that, but it was around 80 yards. I know Renfro had a good day, too, five catches, 77, and a touchdown. So, I mean, those wide receivers – and, you know, their growth, right? Because Renfro was able to get open on the guys who were guarding him, which I thought was excellent. Um, you know, he had that route inside, you know, at, at the goal line where, you know, they ran that, uh, the, the, the typical smash return, but he turned that into like a, like a, a whip, smash, whip, smash, turn. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like he did like three moves, but it's, it was you on time. So that was obviously cover practice. that. You can't cover that. You can't cover that. Was, that's obviously practice because, you know, it was on time. It's on time. It's on time. It was, it was in time. rhythm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah in rhythm. So, uh, you know, their growth of wide receivers is, is the is the uh, most exciting part of that game to me for the offense. I think the offensive line they had a, uh, an average day. I thought Andre James he had a lot of bad snaps. Um, you know, the, the ball when the ball is snapped by him, I you know I've never seen a, a snap so slow in my opinion. Like it's really slow back to car. It was just weird. So it's it's a uh, and he's had a lot of high snaps. So I don't know, man. I don't know what they're going to do, bro. I really think they have to. So there's two ways, two okay, ways to long snap, right? Uh-huh. You hold the ball like you're throwing it, right? Yeah. And then you have it like angled back towards the quarterback and you, yeah. right? And then you hike it like you're throwing it between your legs, uh, like like trying to throw a spiral between your legs. And then the other way to do it is you hold it by the nose, and you have it pointing away, so it's pointing away from you. Yeah. And then you kind of flick it behind you. And, and Rodney Hudson did the first way, but it looks like uh, Andre James is doing it, you know, yeah. a, a different way. I guess mm-hmm. that's more comfortable for him. But I agree, it's gonna you're gonna lose a little bit of speed if you're just kind of flicking it back from the nose of the ball instead of like actually throwing it. Yeah. So. You know, and and it's everywhere. It's up. It's high. It's low. It's like this is this is making it the level of difficulty a little higher for Darren uh, Derek Carr when he's having to like constantly adjust to where the snap is going to be. It's not automatic. It's not clean. Is it a matter of James kind of getting himself worked up to go push someone off the ball when that's not really his strength? If he's getting a little antsy about mm-hmm. some penetration up the middle when he's when it's a run play, would you say maybe that could attribute to some of the shakiness from the snapper? Maybe, but it was, it was just, it was on, it was pass plays most of the time. So it wasn't really the run plays. It was mostly pass plays. So, I mean, I don't know, man, it, it, it's, it's a, uh, it's a situation that I don't, I don't think they really wanted to be in. I mean, they'll tell us the truth and they paid Andre James to kind of like, you know, make it seem like they really wanted to get rid of Rodney Hudson, which they did it. I, I don't think they did. I think they wanted to get rid of Gabe. They wanted to get rid of Trent and keep Rodney because, you know, even though Rodney is, you know, he's getting old and he's, you know, uh, not as good as a, as a player as he used to be. Uh, I mean, he's still smart and he still he still can he can block against like an average defensive tackle. He'd be really good. I mean, if he like went up against like Chris Jones, he's going to have some trouble these days. But, you know, uh, the average defensive tackle or average nose guard, you know, Ronnie Hudson would do just fine. And that's why I feel about Nick Martin, too. Like, I think Nick Martin is is probably the better option. 
to be honest. I mean, I don't know if, if, you know, you know, I have to go look over the tape and give you guys a real definition of what's going on. But at this point to me, like he just, he hurts the run game. He's not snapping well. I mean, he's good in pass pro, but like, I mean, so is Nick Martin, you know, and Nick Martin's probably going to snap it correctly. And he, you know, Nick Martin's going to play outside zone better. And they can get back to the outside zone game. And you know, he's not going to dodge Melvin Ingram when he's going to the second level. You know, it's, it's, uh, he's just a better lineman, bro. And I don't know. I don't know if, uh, what their plan is. They're probably not going to switch anytime soon. It's going to be a while before they switch, but I think they are going to switch eventually, uh, to be honest. Yeah. It's, it's going to happen. I think, th- I mean, they're trying, they're going to try to be stubborn to like prove a point. Cause I know Gruden, he wants to prove to people that that move that he made for Rodney Hudson was right. And they're probably going to be a little bit stubborn with it, but I, I don't think, I don't know how much longer you can go. It's, it's going to, you know, if it costs them a game next week against chargers, you know, they, they can't, they can't have turnovers against chargers. The chargers, they move the football, you know, at, at will, you know, they just move. That's how they play. I mean, they want to have 12, 12 drop. They, they basically, I mean, they play like the Raiders. So, you know, the Raiders have the same mindset. They want to have 12 play drives. So do the Chargers. And if you turn the ball over, you know, you won't never have football. So yeah, you're, gonna, uh, you're, you're not going to see it for another it. eight, 10 minutes, you know, right. Yeah. Um, yeah. yeah. Talking about the line. Sorry. Uh, you know, John Simpson, I think he's got to play better. Um, you know, he, he kept getting beat by Christian Wilkins. Um, I think he's got to he's got to play better, too. Um, he's got to get better. He's, he's got to get off. the. He's got to get off the ball faster. I think he's people are beating him you know, to the football because he's not getting off the ball fast enough. So I think he has to get back. I don't know if he's thinking too much or something, but I, I thought in pass pro he was okay. Uh, he did better in pass protection, you know, um, but I think those, uh, the, the line, you know, the rest of the line was, was pretty good though. I thought, you know, they, they, they held their own. I mean, they ran the ball the best they run all year. All year. All year. Yeah. Um, I saw that's my next question. I like, yeah. I like some of those runs I was seeing from Peyton Barber. I, I did too, man. You know, it, it was smooth. Right. He, he knew like when to cut back, when he needs to like, you know, put his head down and, and burst and, and try to get through some guys or do you yeah. just finish the run hard? I, I like him as a bag, as a runner, you know, and he had a couple great pa- catches out of the back of like little swing routes, you know, that, he, you know, he made a, a good chunk of yardage off of that happened like two times, I, I think. Yeah. Um, yeah. So I, I like what I saw from him. Is there anything else uh, that you want to touch on? Yeah, I thought what was interesting is that, you know, they started getting the run game going when they switched to running from shotgun. So I thought that was interesting. I think they're, you know, they're getting too predictable with the run game. You know, when they're under center, I mean, uh, well, I mean that's probably something they're going to do, right? We just, I mean, they, they really don't pass that much from under center. So since they don't pass that much from under center, when they go under center, everybody's like, you know, you know they're going to run. And I know most teams, you know, run from under center or whatever. But if you're like, if you never pass from under center, it's, it's, it's a key, you know, you know, teams are going to, you know, tee off. Right. And that's why like, you know, John Simpson, those guys are getting beat off the ball. Cause these guys are like, okay, he's under center. They're probably going to run, especially if Alec Ingles in the game, like Alec Ingles, they're in 22 person. Now they're under center. It's probably going to be a run. So I'm going to, you know, try to shoot gaps or something like that kind of blow up the play. And I believe that, uh, you know, once they got in the shotgun, uh, they started running the football better. And I, I think that's something they got to, they got to keep doing. I think they got to keep running from shotgun. Yeah. Um, just my offensive yeah. thoughts, though. Uh, so, what about the defense, BD? Okay, yeah. Uh, first thing I want to say is like, you know, the the pass rush. I think a lot of people are high on the pass rush, right? Yeah. I haven't let myself get excited about it yet. Okay. And Jackson and now Brissett, scrambling quarterbacks are giving this defense a headache, right? 
Uh-huh. Um, and so they got to they got to figure out a way to finish. It's not enough just to like move that quarterback around. They got to get him on the ground as well, right? Yeah. Um, and we're seeing a lot of these guys get like real close, and they're like breathing on the quarterback. But oh, I feel like there should have been like five sacks right for the Raiders defense today, and they only had two. So yeah. so I'm I'm a little concerned. Brissett, like we showed we showed in the preview, he can he can move around on you. He can wiggle. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, but, you know, if this was like truly like we're talking about seeing this turn into like a really good defense or something like that, they would have passed the Brissett test, I think, a little better, um, to be quite honest with you. Yeah, I, I thought the, I thought Brissett played really well. Though. Um, I thought he played better than I thought he could play. I yeah. Mean, the, the frozen 20 throw was uh, was a dime. That was a that was a clutch dime throw, you know, and um he played well, man. It's, it's not, it, I mean, they, 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 you know, you know, they gave us some plays and, you know, the, some things happened that, you know, you don't want to see, you know, they kind of let him get out of the pocket, but he was just so, he's so big, man. He's so hard to take down. I, th- I you know, but they got Herbert coming next week and Herbert's not a small guy either. So, you know, they got to find a way to get these guys down. They got to wrap them up because I mean, that's how he scored in the last touchdown. I mean, he got out of the pocket and they were not able to tackle in open field. I mean, he made Abram look silly on one play. He broke the hell out of his ankles. Yeah. He played pretty well. He, he posterized. That's, that's two weeks in a row now. Abram got posterized by a runner. I know. So that sucks for him. Yeah. Uh, but, but Perryman was the one that he, you know, dead legged on that touchdown run at the end. Yeah. Um, you know, moving moving again, I want to talk about the linebackers. They're doing a lot of like they're subbing all these guys in. You know, yeah. like Perryman. First game it was Perryman and Kukowski subbing in and out. You saw that again today. KJ Wright comes in on you know base personnel, and then they're now they're uh subbing Littleton and Diablo in. Diablo yeah. is coming in and playing weak side linebacker. And I'm mm-hmm. thinking, is, is Littleton hurt? But then he comes back in for, you know, a couple more series before Diablo gets back out there. So I don't know yeah. why they're they're rotating all these guys. You know, it was definitely Diablo's guy on that on that fourth and 20 where he gives up a catch. Uh, so that, that that's going to go down as a really bad coverage rep from Diablo, unfortunately. You know, uh, it's, it's always the weak hook curl player defending three vertical across the field on an over route that kills cover three. Uh, it's a tough cover. It's a tough uh, responsibility as a linebacker, but you got to be able to do it to play in the scheme. Um, and, and then on the other hand, though, I thought that the corners and the free safety like and, and Abram too, just like a lot more ball production than last year. You know, yeah. Mullen's breaking up multiple passes. You got Abram breaking the pass, got Merrick uh, getting in, you know, c- contesting some catches. Um, and then Hayward's been doing it all, you know, all, all year. So yeah. uh, I, I'm impressed by, by the corners in the secondary, but I think the linebackers are leaving a little something to be desired in coverage. Yeah, I, I agree with that. You know, it, you kind of question like why, I mean, if you, if Littleton's healthy, you know, and those guys are, you know, why do you have Diablo on the field on a fourth and 20? in a key situation like that, right. you know, um, that's, that's kind of a, something you want to, you want to, you know, think about because it's, it's just not a good decision. In my opinion, I don't think you want to, you know, put him out there like that. He must've been hurt. He must've been hurt, but he came yeah, back in he came back in up or something. Maybe he's beat up. Maybe. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. I mean, I, I think that this, we saw the defense got beat up a little bit, you know, Merrick went out, uh, Mullen went out, 
right? Hayward mm-hmm. kept on coming up a little limp, right? You know, like he had like he had a limp or something like that. Something was wrong with his knee. I think he went out a couple times. Yeah. Um, you know, I saw them sub in uh Amik Robertson instead yeah. of instead of Arnett when Mullen went out. So I thought that was interesting, you know. So we're seeing some things shake out a little differently um, than we expected, but a lot more guys are playing on defense than have in the past. Mm-hmm. So hopefully that just pays dividends later on down the road. Um, obviously, before we get out of here, obviously got to talk about Daniel Carlson missing that extra point, which is the reason why I went to overtime. <laughs> in the first place. In the first place, right? <laughs> That's just the truth. Yeah, because if he doesn't miss that extra point, bro, they're up, they're, you're right, they're up nine. <laughs> I didn't even so, think, I didn't even think about that. Didn't even think about that during the game, but you're right. They they would have been up nine if he doesn't miss the extra point, and then doesn't even go to the. To the yeah, point. I mean, we talk about Car too. I guess I, I didn't talk about Car uh, earlier, so I guess I could talk about his game. Um, I, I thought Car was. I, I thought he was a little shaky. Um, I thought he early on. I thought the ankle was bothering him a little bit, so he couldn't step into throws like he wanted to. Okay. So like, like lofting some throws, like the the rugs one. Uh, he had right. rugs in there, and uh, you know he kind of underthrew it. But I I think it had a lot to do with that. I thought he he was kind of not trying to, you know, push off that angle that ankle to get a lot of velocity on throws. So he was trying to like you know try to, you know, save that ankle a little bit early on. But I still thought that he executed the offense well. Um, you know, he still, he still, you know, made a lot of deep throws, made a lot of plays when they needed him to make plays. You know, uh, I, I thought the offense got way too conservative, of course, like they usually do, um, you know, but, you know, it, it's more about like the play calls too, that you're calling. No, you know, like they're, they're playing so much, man. I, I, I just wanted them to like, kind of do some, some more things with like Waller and like get him on some of those choice routes that I, I kind of showed, like, you know, the choice wheel, I, I, that, I was there all day. You know, it was just there wide open and they, they just didn't like try to take those things. And um, that's kind of what I felt about the offensive game plan itself. But I thought Carr, he, he uh, I mean, he's been pretty consistent this year and he's kind of his consistent self once they got going, once they got into back into, you know, what they needed to do. They had a shaky start, but then they kind of got hot and then they kind of faded off late on, later on. And then they came back and had those uh, two good drives in overtime. Um, so, uh, you know, I have to, I'm not to, it's gonna be, it's gonna be a tape watch for me with Carr. I'm not going to kind of, you know, give my interpretation, but I mean, he definitely didn't play like he did the first two weeks. Let's say that. Yeah. I think, um, there's, they're going to go back and kick themselves. This blitz, this blitz in front, it, it got pressure on them. You know, we got some young guys playing on the offensive line. They're like brand new starters in the NFL mm-hmm. and, you know, they did well picking up the blitzes week one against Baltimore, which is a blitz heavy team. You know, uh, Pittsburgh is another pretty pretty blitz heavy team, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. But but this is the best blitz team, Miami Dolphins. Yeah, they're, they're fantastic. They're Stunts. the best, right? Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, it was going to be tough. We knew it was going to be tough, but it was even tough on Derek Carr too. He's he's missing some things, you know, like oh, pressure's yeah. right on on him there. Yeah. So like yeah. some uh, some of that stuff tricked everyone in the building, really. So. Yeah. It was going to be tough to do, so I'm I'm just glad to see that they were able to stick it out, figure yeah. figure them out eventually, you know, and start moving the ball against that offense or against that defense. Yeah, um, yeah. But disappointed that Jacoby Brissett scored 28 points on the defense. 
Me too. I am too, bro. Well, I am. I'm sorry, not 28 because there was a pick six. So the pick six. But yeah, yeah, 21. You know, you know, I think you know, on that play, I mean, Carr just got to take that sack, bro. I think you can't. I mean, you're in field goal range. Just, you, you don't have to try, bro. You don't have to try to, especially. I mean, you're th- you're forcing it short too. It's not like you're like like doing it, like throwing it deep or something, or like throwing it a deep ball out of bounds. You're throwing a short pass, bro. Like, and that's 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 when you get pick sixes when you try to get rid of the football and throw a short pass, and you then you're off and you miss. You know what I mean? Yeah. You expected Moreau to keep going, but he said after the game that that he thought. He just thought that Moreau was going to be there. He didn't even know if he was or not. So, yeah. uh, you know, you just can't, you can't do that though. You can't make those decisions at that point where you, when you're that, when you're that, uh, you know, when you're that close to getting the least a field goal or some kind of points, just take a sack, bro. You know, who, like who was that? Baker, Jerome Baker? No, it was a uh, 52. 52, not Roberts. Was that, is that a Landon Roberts? Yeah, I think it was Roberts. Oh, wow. Yeah, but he threw it right to him, bro. It was like a gift. <laughs> yeah, it's a, and they do that. They do that every every game to every de- to every team, basically. Yeah, I mean, they picked off like Patrick Mahomes twice last year in the same game. So they do that. They do this to everyone, you know. Yeah. Um, uh, it's 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 tough, and and honestly, like Miami's not Miami. Like everyone thinks. Oh, Miami, they're probably not a great team or whatever. They were a 10-win team last year. They beat the Patriots week one this year. Yeah. You know, so it's uh, – they're not an easy out. It's, I just wish it wasn't so close. Yeah. I, I think, you know, they should have stopped the offense more. I, I mean, that's probably, you know, the concern. I mean, I, I thought the, the defense was going to – I mean, I thought they played the defense, you know. The offense played the defense just as well as they could because that's a good defense, bro. I mean, they're like they're sound. They're everywhere. They don't make mistakes. You know what I mean? Like there's no broken coverages. Everything car had to make perfect throws. You know, um, so that's you know, you can't get too mad at the offense because they played a really good defense. Because you know, I know they put up 35 and you know beat the you know the Bills beat them 35 to zero or whatever. Yeah. But I mean, Josh Allen still you know had some issues. You know, um, you know throwing the football so. Yeah, it, it it is what it is. Um, so offense, I think is is looking good as a passing team. Mm-hmm. Some glimpses of good things on from the run game. Yeah, you know, um, defense. You know, I think they're doing a good job keeping everything in front of them in the passing game. Just got to get some of these quarterbacks on the ground and not allow them just extend drives. As, you know, in the scramble drill, we got to see. We got to see when the pass rush. You know, adjust to that. Um, so we'll be looking for that, but that's it. We're going to get out of here, guys. You know, uh, Marcus, uh, appreciate you tuning in here. You know, uh, we, oh, sorry, sorry. Uh, I'm blanking out. It's late for me. Um, well, okay. Yeah. So Raider nation, we appreciate you guys for tuning in as always. Make sure you guys go hit up Manscaped for the promo code TDL. Get you 20% off Manscaped. Um, make sure you hit us up on Twitter. We've, we engage with all, all the audience, you know, so follow Marcus uh, on Twitter at NFL. Follow myself on Twitter, BD Williams, at BD Williams 18 That's it, Raider Nation. I'll let you. Peace.